Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who proves you don't have to be a fanatic to be fit, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I took a a look at the art and science of napping. And so if you like to take a nap or if you find yourself run down at any time during the day and think maybe a nap might be something and wonder if it is good for you, you should take a listen to last week's podcast and find out the best way to take a nap and what good it does for you. This week, I'm going to look at why we need more muscle and some ideas on how you can get more muscle. Well, and just the bottom line to get started, why you need more muscle. In a 16-year study published in the American Journal of Medicine in 2014, they found that the amount of skeletal muscle that you had predicted the chance of dying from any cause independent of any other risk factor. So what that said was, the more muscle you have, the less likely you are to die at any point, and that's regardless of whether you have high cholesterol or some other risk factor for illness, the amount of muscle that you have will help you live longer. Another study that lasted for four years, it had 139,691, to be precise, people in it, found that the stronger your grip strength was, the lower your chance of dying from any particular cause was. So what this is saying, the more muscle you have, the stronger you are, the less chance you have of dying. And since I think that we all want to live as long and healthy lives as possible, adding more muscle is going to be a key factor to reaching that goal. Now let's look at the fact that More than half of Americans are considered sedentary because they don't get the recommended amount of exercise. And even the ones that do get the recommended amount of exercise, a lot of them have jobs that force them to be sedentary for extended periods of time. This is pretty important because in sedentary adults, you start to lose muscle mass by age 25. By age 40, you've lost 10% of your muscle mass. By age 70, you've lost 40% of your muscle mass. So that's a tremendous loss of muscle mass. And as we just said, the lower your muscle mass, the greater your chance of dying younger. So what can you do about it? The good news is you can reverse this trend. You can regain muscle mass even into your late 90s. So it's never too late to start regaining this muscle mass. However, the earlier you do it, the more successful you're going to be. What does this extra muscle mass do for you? How does it help you? Well, the first thing is muscle is very metabolically active. And I talked about that in the Why You Should Exercise series. But it the, the muscle just takes more calories to maintain. Uh, one of the things said, if you put on, it, it said 10 kilograms, and I did the math on that, that's 22 pounds of muscle, which is a whole lot of muscle. If you put on 22 pounds of muscle, then it will burn an extra 10.34 pounds of fat every year. Well, the average person is not going to put on 22 pounds of muscle. So I looked at it, what if you put on 2.2 pounds of muscle? 
If you put on 2.2 pounds of muscle and you don't eat a lot, any extra, that's going to burn one extra pound of fat per year with absolutely no other lifestyle changes other than just adding that uh, amount of muscle. So if you add a few pounds of muscle, it's going to help keep your weight going in the right direction instead of in the wrong direction. But overall body weight is not the only thing that having the extra muscle does. Uh, one of the things that lower muscle uh, mass does is it increases your chance of being a type 2 diabetic. Now they found that one of the big causes of type 2 diabetes is the amount of fat stored inside of your muscles. And one of the reasons that you store more fat inside your muscles, and too much fat stored is what causes it, the reason you would have more fat inside your muscles is because of inefficient mitochondria. And mitochondria are the little furnaces inside your muscles that turn your food into energy that you can use to move around with. If those little furnaces are not very efficient, they don't burn the fat that well. The fat builds up inside the muscle. And the muscle won't take in any of the glucose out of your bloodstream. If you begin to exercise and if you increase the strength of that muscle, then you build more mitochondria. And not only do you build more mitochondria, you build healthier mitochondria and they start burning the fat. And that allows you to take in more of the glucose out of your bloodstream, which lowers your uh, insulin resistance. Another thing is the insulin receptors that are on the outside of the muscle cells. They're called GLUT4 receptors, and they stay down underneath the surface until you need more insulin, and then they stick up, and that allows the insulin to connect to it and lets the sugar come into your muscle cells. Producing more muscle and producing stronger muscle increases the number of GLUT4 receptors, and it pushes them up closer to the cell membrane so that they can actually do their job. So whenever you've got more muscle, you've got more GLUT4 receptors, which allow insulin to work better. So just by doing bouts of exercise, it will drop your blood sugar level by making you more insulin sensitive. The next reason that a lot of people uh, die as they age is breaking a bone, falling and breaking a bone. And what happens is your bones get stronger if you put a little bit more stress on them, if you load the bones. And what loads those bones? It's the pushes and pulls of the muscles that are attached to those bones. So the stronger your muscles, the more uh, pushing and pulling they do on your bones, which causes the bones to be stronger. Also, in Season 3, Episode 22, which was Part 3 of Why Should I Exercise? I Really Don't Like It, I discussed myokines, and myokines are chemicals that are produced by your muscles that act as hormones, and one of the ones that is produced tells your bones they need to be stronger. So the more muscles you have, the more of these build stronger bones chemicals that you're going to have so that in itself causes an increase in bone mineral density. If you haven't listened to that episode, I strongly recommend that you go back and listen to it because there's some terrific information in there. Also, talking about those myokines, if you've got lower muscle mass, you have lower those myokines, and it causes you to have more inflammation in your body, you, more markers of inflammation that have been known to be related to really negative side effects like heart attack, stroke, uh, arthritis, uh, once again, type 2 diabetes, and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And none of those are things that you want. So if you want to produce more of these myokines, 
to prevent these things, you need more muscle. It all ties back to having more and stronger muscle. So what can you do? First thing you got to do is move more. Get up, move around. It doesn't matter if you're walking with a cane. It doesn't matter if you're walking with a walker. If you're in a wheelchair and you can do your own pushing with the any movement that you're making is going to help you. The next thing you need to do is have more resistance training. Uh, most people call it weightlifting, but just picking up things that are a little heavy. The heavier they are, the better up to a point. I mean, don't hurt yourself, but you know, whenever you're go going to the grocery store, put that extra can of soup in there and then carry the bags in. Maybe lift the bags a couple times before you put them on the counter. All of that is going to increase your muscle mass. Now, uh, being a personal trainer, I personally think that a structured class and set exercise is a really good way to do this, but it's not really required. Just work on picking up heavier things than you have been. And maybe you need to have more protein. It just depends. Um, the best thing to do is take the amount that you weigh in pounds, divide it by two, and that's how many ounces of protein you need in a day. Now, please be aware that if you're increasing the amount of protein that you eat in a day, you're going to need to reduce the amount of calories somewhere else. I mean, eating more calories is not necessarily what you need to do. And you may want to get this as a protein supplement. That's something for another podcast. The main idea here is you need more muscle. Just about everybody needs more muscle. It's going to help you live longer. It's going to help you have a better quality of life. And if you move more, have more resistance training, and eat more protein, that will help you live longer and have a better quality of life. And that will make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.